Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, today I'm here with Molly Kate so you were born in Austin in Minnesota, right? Austin, Minnesota, yeah. yeah. Were your parents from there as well, or did they move there? My dad grew up pretty close, just right outside of it, and my mom's actually from Cleveland, Ohio, so oh. they met at school in Texas. That's so cute. Surprisingly not Austin, Texas, but then yeah. they moved to Austin, Minnesota, and that's where I lived oh. my whole life. Yeah. Uh, and you grew up riding like bikes and stuff and like going swimming. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like your summer was riding your bike to the pool and then to your friend's house. And I don't know. It was very like stereotypical small town mm-hmm. growing up. I yeah. loved it. And what was it like growing up with like so many siblings? Like, I have six other siblings. Very crazy all the time. Um, I think it teaches you patience when Mm. you have to share everything and you kind of are having to like get along with people who have very different personalities from the time you're a little kid I think it's made me it's prepared me to deal with people and get along with a lot of different kinds of people yeah which you have to be good at when you're traveling and uh, doing what I do yeah and you started violin really young like when you were five or something yeah yeah um I so I started, yeah, when I was like five years old, and then I played that all through school. Yeah. And that's like the first instrument that I ever played. Was that something that you chose or your, like everyone else yeah. in your family is kind of mu- like musicians, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I don't want to trip. Um, I, my older brother John played violin, and I thought it was super cool, so I begged my mom to get me <clears throat> a violin to learn, and it was like the itty-bittiest little tiny violin you ever saw because I was five years old so um yeah and then a lot of my siblings played piano or uh violin cello viola um guitar so it was a lot yeah and you were starting to sing like in choirs and stuff right yeah I I think I grew up in church so I would sing Mm -hmm. in church but then when I went to middle school I joined the choir and then in high school my choir teacher was just um, a really big mentor to me and so choir became a really big part of my life and singing and music and all of that followed. Yeah do you remember what kind of music your parents played? That was a lot of gospel music right? Yeah I mean there's definitely gospel music a lot of like old crooners like Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby, uh, that was really big, Ella Fitzgerald, um, just kind of like the classics, you know? Yeah. What are your parents' personalities like? My dad is very calm and, and like, just the most chill, nice person. My mom is definitely more energetic, but also, like, the most sweet, selfless human you will meet. Uh, and I think I'm a lot like both of them in different ways. But, um, yeah, they're, they're just the best. Yeah. <laughs> what do them. they do? Uh, my dad's an electrician, and my mom was a stay-at-home mom of seven kids, so that's pretty much a 
overtime slash full-time job and um, and yeah and now they're the youngest which is my little brother yeah. just graduated so they're finally free of all the kids but they also have like eight grandkids now which is crazy that's but, crazy yeah wow what is it like kind of growing up with such lots of like faith in your household and like mm. following what you want to do yeah I faith is a huge thing in my life growing up and in my family I think it shaped it has shaped and is shaping who I am um, and also it's it's the reason why I want to to have a platform and why I want to sing and write because I want to be a light right and I want to spread love I want to spread hope and my faith is is such a big reason for that because I believe that everything does have meaning and there's a purpose for your life and for mm -hmm. my life and that really is the inspiration and the motivation behind why I write music. Yeah. How would you describe yourself back then growing up? Oh, back in Austin? Yeah. I think I was I was a lot more um, crazy? No, not crazy, <laughs> but like I I think I cared a lot more what people thought of me mm. when I was younger, so I would try really hard to make people like me. Like I was very very outgoing and very energetic and I think the older I've gotten I've just cared less and so I don't try as much I'm just I'm fine like last night I'm at a party and I'm like I don't feel the need to try to win everyone over and be the center of attention I'm fine just like being myself and chilling and I don't know eating food <laughs> <laughs> were you into school back then did you like I loved school yeah, yeah I I've always loved learning. Math was not my forte, but I did love most of my classes, and and I loved c just getting to have all these different relationships with people, even if I didn't hang out with them outside of school. Like you know, you have those special relationships mm -hmm. with friends, in like the kid you're in your science class with, or the person you sit next to in choir, and I loved that. Yeah. What were your favorite subjects back then? Um, probably, uh, I always loved language arts, whether it was, uh, something to do with literature or speaking or writing, uh, creative writing. I loved choir. I loved social studies. I, I would say I loved science, but it was kind of like a love-hate thing where, like, <laughs> Same. To, I, I, when I understood it, I was like, I love this. I feel so smart. And then when I didn't understand it, I was like, this is the worst thing in the world. Yeah. So. And then, like, the song that you wrote, like, His Daughter, was it, like, difficult writing about something that you haven't experienced yourself? Mm. I was just talking about this yesterday with someone where stories for me have always been very easy to come up with. I had a really big imagination as a kid and I would write plays and stories and when I would hear a story I'd put myself into that person's shoes and so writing a story that isn't my own I would say is just as easy as maybe even easier than writing my own because when you write your own story it's personal and mm. it's kind of scary to write and it's hard to put it into words but when when you're writing a story maybe that you're you just came up with or you've imagined you can do whatever you want it's like the sky's the limit and uh i love that about songs that there's no 
there's no box to put your ideas or your thoughts in. Yeah. Have you ever had some negative feedback? People who are like, oh, like, how would you know you've never actually mm. been through any of this stuff? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're always going to get that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, writing songs began as a creative outlet for me. But it's also, I've also written songs that have helped people. Mm. And that's who I'm writing it for. I'm not writing it for the people who maybe misunderstand it or are going to just judge it based off of the first thing they hear. I'm writing it for the people that it helps. And at the end of the day, that's that's what's fulfilling and that's yeah. why you do it. And your brother kind of motivated you to put out, put it out on YouTube, right? Was he doing some yeah. stuff himself, like on YouTube? No, he, uh, he just is really smart and kind of understood that YouTube was a huge tool that I could use and I didn't really even understand that at the time. I had a YouTube channel but it had like 20 subscribers and I've nine people in my family alone so uh, it, it for me it was just like oh I put this up so that friends and family who don't live in Minnesota can see mm. it. I didn't see it as something that like I could actually grow and turn into a career and uh, so I, when I put it up, I was like, okay, I'll put it up, but I did not expect it to get the amount of, um, I don't even know, just like so attention, attention that, yeah. Yeah, that, that it got. I, I wasn't expecting that. And really I, it was super overwhelming when it happened because yeah. it happened really fast. Yeah. Were your parents kind of skeptical of you putting yourself out there on the internet oh, so early? Oh, absolutely. Well, they they were just skeptical of me getting involved in the music industry mm. at all because it honestly you see so many people who they lose themselves in mm. in in fame or success and they didn't want that to happen to me and like I begged them, please let me audition for like American Idol or The Voice or let me move to California yeah. and uh, they just they wouldn't they wouldn't let me do any of that so when when the video blew up they were supportive but they also were very protective and wanted to make sure that I um, I didn't get thrown into anything too prematurely and I had time to kind of calm down and decide what I wanted to do with my future once all these opportunities popped up. Yeah. Were there, was there like a turning point that you started to gain their respect more and more for like your mm. career and dedication to music? Yeah. I mean, I think they always, they always respected me as a musician and respected that it's what I wanted to do, but I think they understood more that like, oh, we get that this is what she's meant to do when when I moved out to Los Angeles and they saw how happy I was and how how many more opportunities I was getting and they could see a change in me when when that happened and I think at that point they were like okay this was right we we were afraid for her to move out there and we doubted it but like we get that this is what she needed to do. Yeah at one point were you planning to go to like North Central? Yeah yeah I so when my video blew up, I obviously it took me by surprise, and so at that point, I'd already been accepted to North Central University, which is a private mm -hmm. Christian college, and uh, I was 
planning on going and studying youth development. I wanted to either be a teacher or a counselor of some sorts or a speaker. And so I was like, oh, I still need to go to college. Like my mind was still on yeah. that. And I went and there's nothing wrong with the school or with the classes, but the whole time I was there, it was like, I just had this voice in my head saying, you're wasting your time. Mm. You need you need to be going after this opportunity because it's not going to come again. Mm. And so I did one semester and then I stopped and I just went full time into writing and taking trips out to LA mm. and then eventually moving to LA. Yeah. Did you get some sort of deal before you like mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, so I I signed a record deal about a year after my video went viral, mm. which it uh, it took about six months of the process of just going back and forth and negotiating, but I ended up signing with Atlantic Records, yeah. and uh, and I've been with them since. It's yeah. been amazing. Did you ever feel like it was too early? I mean, you only had that song out. You didn't mm. really have like yeah. They, I mean, a lot of original material or like right. some sort of like who you that, are as a person. That was the first song I ever wrote. Yeah. And so part of me, when I got signed, I remember having like two months where I could not write a single thing. Mm. I would try every day and I couldn't write anything because I was so terrified that it was a mistake. Like mm. this, this was just a random fluke that happened and I'm not actually a good songwriter I just have one good song and it took me kind of just praying and like taking time to think about what my calling is and what I felt my purpose was and once I realized that it wasn't about me being the best songwriter the best singer or being the most famous person ever it was about me spreading a message of light and love and hope once I realized that it took the pressure off of me being perfect and I just wanted to to do the best job I could to spread a message that I think is worth spreading. Yeah did you actually have some like conflicts deciding not to be labeled as a Christian like yeah. singer song like at, at first you want to like you know like have your like faith for God but then you don't want to be labeled as like, a Christian. Right yeah. well because uh, like I said, my faith is a huge part of me, but I also, I'm not writing my music for Christians. I'm writing my music for anyone who will listen to it. Mm -hmm. And um, that that's, that's the big reason I didn't want to be labeled as a Christian artist is because I think um, my message is bigger than just the, the Christian community. I think it is, it's universal truths that are important for anyone to hear and are relatable to anyone. Yeah. And then after you like signed and then moved here, mm -hmm. were you, how were you even like having a living at that point? Were you working other jobs or? Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I'd saved up money. Um, I had been working at a nonprofit before I moved out here. Mm. And so I'd saved up some money from that. And then when I moved out, I, Really, I just threw myself into writing sessions and recording, and I would get little things of money here and there if I do like a show or something. Mm. But mostly, I was just like living on ramen and <laughs> and and taking it one day at a time and just focusing on on developing myself as a writer and as an artist. Yeah. How did the Wiz Khalifa thing happen? 
I have no idea. <laughs> Honestly, like, it, it was one of the first writing sessions I had, and I, I wasn't with Wiz, I was with uh, a producer, and we wrote this hook, and then I just found out, like, a couple months later, oh, Wiz cut your song, and he, it's, he cut a track to it, so that was pretty funny to me, because never imagined that yeah. Wiz Khalifa would want to cut a track to yeah. my song. Because you so. weren't really listening to like hip-hop or like... No, <laughs> I, was just, I was just writing what sounded good to me. Yeah. You know? So, And then the recent music with like Kelly Clarkson, how did that... Yeah. yeah. Um, so Kelly, I wrote a song called Slow Dance and mm. it's on her record. And I had actually written it for myself. Oh. And she heard it, I think someone she signed to Atlantic as well oh, okay. so someone at the label played it for her and she loved it so she had me come to Nashville and wow. write more for her I wrote the song move you which is also on her album and uh, and then she recorded slow dance which that was just like the, the coolest experience because I had never heard someone else record a song before I had only done it myself and so getting to hear an artist and a woman who I admire so much record something that I created was yeah. like very surreal and she was just the most incredible artist to work with she's so real and such a such a good example for anyone but I think especially to me as someone who wants to be a respected woman in the music industry mm -hmm. how did you meet your husband <laughs> So I met Brock when I was flying out here on a trip uh, for writing and for music and I wanted to check out this church here and I had a friend who had a friend that went there. It was like kind of like removed. I didn't know this person and then that, that friend couldn't pick me up for some yeah. reason so he asked his friend to pick me up never used uber before so that's why it was like i was having some random stranger of a friend pick me up anyway that stranger ended up being my husband and uh he picked me up and we we just kind of hit it off it was like really it was like reconnecting with an old friend it was just so yeah. easy to talk to him and um i went back to minnesota but we kept talking literally like every single day wow. and um, and then when I moved out here, he was my best friend and he helped me. He's a singer and a songwriter oh. and actor. And so he's, he's been doing music industry stuff for a bit longer than me. So he was able to help me with a lot of that transition out to LA and, uh, and we fell in love and then we got married <laughs> and it's, and we've been married for a year now, which is Damn. so crazy. And it's, it's so good, it's so fun, and it's just, I mean, he's just my best friend, so it doesn't get much better than yeah. that. Yeah. How, how did you realize that you want to do marry him? I think I just, man, you know, it, it always sounds so cliche when people are like, you just know. No. <laughs> but like, it was like there was something I was, I, I knew and I was certain about that I had never had with anyone else before. Mm -hmm. And um, we, we have the same heart for people, we have the same love for music and for traveling. And um, I just knew that he, 
we would be a great team. You know, yeah. it's like we're so, we just work so well together, and um, and thankfully he felt the same way. Yeah. <laughs> what do your parents think of getting married? I mean, you were like 20 at that time. I was 20. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, my parents got married pretty young. I think yeah. my mom was only 20 when they got married. So they couldn't say much about the young department because they kind of did the same thing. Yeah. But uh, they love Brock, and they know that I'm someone who would never just get married off a whim or make a decision that I really hadn't thought about. I'm, like, the most cautious, like, overanalyzing everything type of person. And so they knew that if I felt peace about it and I felt like yes this is absolutely what yeah. I want to do then they could trust me how long ago prior to your marriage was when you met him um oh gosh bad at numbers wait let me think I think we met like about a, about a year before yeah no I think yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm I'm the worst at numbers but um yeah we we only dated for like seven months or something yeah but I guess I, I'm the person who, like, I would rather, for me, at least I felt this way when I was dating him. I'm like, I just, I just want to be married to you. Like, why wait? Why, why date and, like, ha and wonder if this is going to end in us breaking up or end in us getting married? Why not just, like, I know I'm going to marry you, so why not do it now? Yeah. And it's funny because I've never been a really rebellious person. But I tell people that me getting married at 20 years old is probably the most rebellious thing I've ever done. Um, but it's the best decision I ever made in my whole life. Yeah. How do you think your music has changed from the early songs that you wrote? Hmm. Um, I think it. I think it's become a lot more true to who I am. And like I said, I I used to only write stories that weren't necessarily my own and I think that was a lot safer for me mm. because I didn't have to expose myself but the the more I write the more I've used music as a way to tell my own story and and process the things happening in my life that are hard for me to talk about but I can write about them instead. Yeah. Actually, was there a turning point that you realized that you're able to tell more of your own story? Like some realization? I don't, I don't know if there was like a specific realization, mm -hmm. but it more just happened gradually over time, I think. Yeah. How do you think you have grown as a person since when you were younger? Mm. Um, I think I, I've just become... I kind of said it before, but I've just become more sure of myself, mm. and I, I feel I don't feel the need to have to prove myself to anyone. I'm not, I'm not living my life to impress others, but I'm living my life to love others, mm. and that gives me a lot more joy and and fulfillment than just performing all the yeah. time. What would you say have been your biggest challenges so far? I think um, I think finding the balance between using social media as a tool and really like using the getting the most out of it and then also not becoming consumed mm. by it that's that's been a huge challenge because I don't want 
my life to be wrapped up in my image or in my amount of followers or mm. whatever. But yeah. I also, I don't want to ignore the people that have really been a huge part of my success mm -hmm. and my career. So I'm trying to, to find that balance and I don't know, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> what does love mean to you? Man, um, well, I think to me, per perfect love comes from God and, and my relationship with God influences the way I love other people. And I think love, it, I mean, you, it's, you've heard the saying, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, but love casts out all fear. And I, I've had a lot of fear in my life and I think a lot of the people Every person in the world has fear in their life, but I think this year more than ever I've seen fear just like in the news online people are so afraid and I want I want to love people so much that it, it casts out fear, you know, mm -hmm. like I want to make music that has so much love in it and so much hope that when people listen to it they forget about all their fears and they're not anxious and they're not depressed they feel peace and they feel um, uplifted from it. Yeah. Last question. What do you want to be remembered for? Mm, I want to be remembered... I think I want to be remembered for my heart. Mm -hmm. And which... Uh, like, like, cool, if people remember me as a great songwriter, as a great musician, that's cool, but but I'd, I'd rather have them remember me for for the way I I cared about others and the way that um, I lived my life as a human more than as a performer. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah, That's of amazing. course. <laughs> Bye. Bye.